if there's any questions or anyone who's new to the to these the Zoom, just raise your hand and Mike will let me know. Because then we can explain a little bit. I mean, the understanding is really based on uh, a simple premise, which is what's looking is what you're looking for. Uh, seeing our cells reality, the seeker is the sort. It's a different, it's just speaking about the structure of understanding, not a new understanding. It's questioning how everything we entertain, we're involved in. You can't imagine your own absence. And to realize that uh, what we're relying on may not actually be reliable, not because we're screwed up or anything like that. We've made the wrong choices. It's just a limited program. I don't believe it has artificial intelligence. I believe it's programmed. And the mental state is programmed to conclude a verb means there's a noun, yeah? which is the essence of the activity of duality. Yeah, it's just that simple. The subjective event of seeing is used to imply that there's a seer, which would be an objective interpretation, yes? So the subjective event of seeing is now basically turned into a narrative of seer, and then hearing, hearer, feeling, feeler, doing, doer, thinking, thinker, yeah? And obviously, there seems to be a lot of attention drawn into the mental state, so we usually hear that first because in a lot of ways, we're not hearing the silence, which would disclaim all that. Yeah, as the as the course says, obviously, uh, vision would make all of this mute. Yeah, but that's like 500 pages of the course of miracles. But their vision doesn't seem accessible in a way. We're trying to use it as a form of looking instead of realizing we're not the looker, and that would be the seeing. Yeah, so. There needs to be uh, a direction of, of understanding towards the misunderstandings, not an understanding of what we are, which is not understandable. Yeah. Not a description of what we are, which is indescribable. Yeah. I mean, it makes no sense if someone starts off a uh, presentation, well, it's indescribable, incomprehensible, and then starts to describe it for 30 minutes. Yeah, it's all you can come out of that with is concepts about what you are framed as what you're not. And so this pursuit of what you are actually is another way of reinforcing the narrative of what you're not. You would think that there would be immunity, but there isn't. Yeah, because it's a misdirection. What we're thinking we wanna jump into is really a reinforcement of what we want to get out of. And what we got want, want to get out of isn't actually true. It's like trying to escape from an imaginary place. The escape would preclude that there's a reality to the place, wouldn't it? Obviously. So every attempt to escape is reinforcing the imaginary place as being real. And you're the activity of that. You can't sort of 
you know, step aside and have that stop. You're it. Yeah. You're the activity of making things that aren't real seem to be real. That's dreaming. Yeah. So we're dreaming of an so we, it really boils down to a couple of movements, which is we're trying to get out of what we're not in and we're trying to get into what we're not out of. Yeah, it's pretty simple, really. And then there's tons of degrees and, and you know, stratified in different ways, but it basically comes to that. There's a mistake and the mistake compounds itself by trying to seek a solution. Yeah, so... There's got to be a giving it up, and and this can't give it up. You have to see that that which you want to give it up can't. Yeah, selfing can't get out of self. Yeah, no matter how much failure is is revealed and experiences lead to that that understanding the self will keep attempting to get out of self. It can't help itself. Yeah. It's just, that's the programming and it's not choice. It's not free will. It's not volition. Like you're not doing it. Yeah. This is the trick of how it really hides itself because I mean, we feel like we're doing enough shit. We don't want to hear any more shit we're doing. Really? We don't. Who wants to, like we say in AA, when people are confronted with the fact that you're an alcoholic and stuff, who wants to uh, do that? <laughs> who wants to be confronted with the truth? Yeah. Yeah. Not what we're not, because it knows it's not true. That's why it's inherently anxious and agitated. Yeah. It has to keep implying it's so because it ain't so. Something that's so could stand on its own. Yeah. It wouldn't need a giant media operation. <laughs> wouldn't need all of this shit to keep presupposing itself. Yeah. The tricky thing is if you could see the manufacturing of self, the idea, there would be an inherent freedom there. But what happens is when the selfing works, you feel like you already are one. Yeah. You feel like you're the object that all those thoughts are about. And then that drive to get out of that situation reinforces the situation. The, the out in this situation is in. You, you're not in. Yeah, that's the out. The out doesn't come from escaping the in. That's just duality. Yeah. But the relief is before the bondage. It's not after the bondage. It's already inherently available. Yeah. It may not seem available to you. But it's not because it's not available. It's the you that makes it seem not available. You see? So when the you is working to make it seem more available, it's actually reinforcing a fact that's not a fact, a lie, that it's unavailable. Yes? You can't got to see it. You got to see the conundrum. When you try to get out of something, you make the in of it. Yeah. Because we're dreaming. This is an act of dreaming. We're not in a dream that there's an engine or a motor kicking the dreaming out, yeah? Where the activity of dreaming, it's like uh, basically the, the sense of seemingly so. You want another level? Wait, I've got something down. No, it's all right. <laughs> I'm going under, yeah? I've been sucked in. Oh, I popped out. No, I didn't. It was just fucking, yeah.
move this, it looks like I got sucked in, move this, it looks like I got sucked out. So the message here is basically an understanding about the misunderstandings, yeah? Premised on uh, a fact, which is being ourselves reality. Yeah? That's basically it. So the idea of how the reality wanting to attain reality is the greatest mystery because being ourselves reality. That's what gives you the reason why it's the greatest mystery. Yeah, it's because being ourselves reality, why the hell are we looking for reality? There must be an activity that's causing that obviousness not to be obvious. So where would you direct the attention? You would direct the attention to that, wouldn't you? You don't see. Hmm. Let's say you want sun. Yeah, here's the sun, and in this you're here, and in this condition, the clouds can block you off from the sun. Yeah. But if you were on the sun side, you would see the clouds, but they wouldn't have the ability to block you off from the sun. We're seemingly in a place that things can block us off from the fact of what we are, yeah? In some crazy way. We wanna see that from the sun side. We don't wanna keep trying to see it from this side because this side, the basic seeing is there's something blocking me and I like to get that sun, yeah? I can say there are no clouds or whatever, but they'll, yeah, you'll look at, hey man, I'm as white as I was earlier today. You know, I mean, it won't work. But if you see that you're not that, which is waiting to try to get the sunlight, you know, with this giant opportunity of obscuring it, which is the clouds, if you see you're not that, you find yourself on the sun side. You see the same clouds, but now they don't have the ability to block you off from the sun. Yeah, same clouds, same sky, everything's exactly the same. It's the emphasis leaves that which is appearing on this side of the clouds in the sun and now starts resting more in this side, yeah? And when the interest and attention reaches a significant enough point, you now start abiding on the sun side, yeah? And then all the forecasts, all the things you get, are huge storms coming, all the bullshit that you hear all day that you've folks, the action figure to seek shelter or protection or whatever, you see that, but you're not in, you're not enlivening it anymore. Yeah. The hand may still be motivating the glove, but it's not going along with the whole. Yeah. Yeah. There's an abiding in some other fact. Yeah. Not that I'm a long lasting, independent, separate thing. Yeah. But, and then you don't need to know, you'll just have a sense of it. And that sense gets stronger. If you want to call it the presence, it's as a sense of it. And now you're, you're truly based in fact, yeah? Instead of in this hearsay, in this imaginary native narrative. And then basically all that was seemingly so difficult to overcome or rise above, you don't have to overcome or rise above. It's not you. <laughs> That's the beauty of it. See, when someone says, uh, judgment, judgment. All right, I got to stop judging. No, that's not this message. The message is you see you're not that which is judging. Yeah, the judging can go on and on and on because it will anyway. Yeah, but now there's a loss of interest in the meaning that it was carrying because it's not you as the judger. The, the real interest and the real heaviness of judging is because 
you are cast as the judger. If that role is not there, judging comes and goes like fucking everything else. Yeah, this is the traveling lighter. This is not about, oh, I got to stop doing shit that you never really ever started doing. It's just the programming, yeah? <laughs> you have to realize the action figure works on comparison, which is judging, yeah? That's what it does. So I've got to stop judging, good luck. <laughs> Good luck because it's of judgment. Yeah. It's, yeah. Now, we may be in judgment, but we're not of judgment. Yeah. That's where the freedom lies. So the judging can continue. And yet now it doesn't have the, the, the belief isn't injected in it that that indicates you're gone, you're not in it, you're spaced out, you're separated. It doesn't indicate that shit at all. It indicates judging. Yeah, <laughs> it indicates seeing one thing and then and having an idea of another. Where, where are you in that? There isn't one. Yeah. So the traveling lighter isn't Paul starts traveling lighter. Paul starts traveling lighter, but it's not based on Paul. Yeah. The traveling lighter doesn't come from the inness of Paul. It comes from the ofness of what we are. Yeah it influences this narrative of Paul to the point that there's a loss of interest in Paul. Yeah, and in that loss of interest, there's a gaining of interest because every here is like a dualistic movement, everything here, where there's a loss, there's a gain somewhere, yes? So the loss of interest in this idea of being self, there's a gaining of interest, that which you wanted to gain interest as self, let's say if you're in the spiritual realm, you wanted to gain interest in that, in that as self, but that's, you've realized that doesn't work because interest in the spirit as self is more interest in self. Now that clears up because you're not interested as self, you're interested, yeah, that's it. <laughs> It's very clean and it doesn't have an opposite in a way. So you're before the realm of opposites. So see the realm of opposites would be bondage and then freedom and then bondage again and freedom. But the, before that, there's just that, let's call it freedom from both. The freedom from both bondage and freedom. Yeah, the freedom from the need to be liberated. The freedom from having to arrive at some place that you really feel you're never gonna get to all this stuff drops because there's a loss of interest in it because the basic premise that was holding it all up was you. The idea of you is what's holding up the whole charade. When that idea of you is tweaked, the whole charade may continue, but it doesn't have that enticement. Yeah, Just like we always used the idea when I was in Turkey, you know, I was trucking around. I didn't have any place to live. I was left Australia and I was going around the world. And I ran into, in Istanbul, they brought us into a, a, a rug emporium. And these people can sell rugs, yeah. And they give you like coffee, Turkish coffee or apple juice. And then they start to the show. They bring out tons of different rugs. And I was sitting there, incredible, beautiful uh, entertainment but I wasn't gonna buy a rug because I was sure I didn't have a flaw, F-L-O-O-R. I didn't live anywhere. So <laughs> no matter how good the advertising was, I wasn't gonna buy it. And they even brought me to the point of 
demonstrating to me how they could fold it up in such a way I could put it in a backpack. I said, wow, that's incredible, but I'm not gonna go to Thailand with a rug, oriental rug, yeah? So I was, this is the knowing of, of satsang. That's the, no, that's the knowing. When you hear all the shit, yeah? And you see something moves towards it and gets enticed with it, that doesn't signify you've moved towards it or got enticed with it. Yes, you have not left. You don't go anywhere. You don't come back to anywhere. You're everywhere. So now I can sit here and listen to the head, which is pretty, I would say the Turkish rug people are much better advertisers and promoters than the head. The head is fucking pretty lazy it's been you know getting over for years it hasn't come up with any new shit so you're gonna you know i'm gonna never be loved <laughs> you're like 78 who gives a shit by that point? yeah you know you're you're you don't look good who cares <laughs> you know what I mean? it runs shit from like 60 years ago <laughs> because usually it can just go like this and you flinch now that which is flinches is in you see that's the beauty if you if you withhold if you make one consideration that i've got to stop flinching the head is going to make miles out of it miles and miles and miles you see you're not that which flinches that's fucking all you just keep seeing you're not that that's formed by the attraction and the and the aversion of things yeah when you're moving and then you're seen to be the mover. When you're re retreating, you are seeing the retreater. You see it, you see it, you see the ghost. You don't fill the ghost up with life. You see the ghost and you can see through it. And all it had did with me was satsang. Satsang was sufficient, yeah, to let the dominoes fall, yeah. And then realized I wasn't the one who wanted to pick them up again. More and more, just having that rug continually pulled out from underneath the system's move, yeah? To the point where you, the rug is sort of always out of the system's move, yeah? You don't have to go through any process. You just see, oh yeah, yeah, but it's on shaky ground. It doesn't stand on anything. It's just yapping and yapping and yapping and yapping, yeah? And so in fact, that being ourselves reality isn't some isn't a statement you read anymore. You're living from there. You're living from there. And that gives you the eyes to see the presupposing of the non-existent thing being existent and wanting to get salvation for that non-existent thing. You see it. You see the mental activity that implies it. You can never see it because there's nothing there. You see the implying of it. You see the pointing. The pointing, the constant pointing, and we used to play the end role. We would assume and image us as that, that which was constantly being pointed at. It could never, there was no thing there to be pointed at, but the constant pointing at, and we would make the leap and take ourselves to be that. Yeah. And then, yes. And then the life can't hold itself. You always fall back from where you never left always always sooner or later you drop back into that which you never left and i hope enough examples tell you you know all these arrivings and departures and then arriving again are based on a 
that get negated by a premise on having never left. So all the times you arrive back to that place, after a while you realize you never left it. So you can even cut off the idea that there was a departure and an arrival because on having never left, yeah, on having never left. So when you read that thing, gone, gone, gone to the other shore, upon arriving on having never left, you just cut out the gone, gone, gone to the other shore and you're just on, in, on having never left. <laughs> you wait, all that work and effort to arrive at that realization on having never left, you now live from that realization. Yes, why not? Like in recovery, we have a thing the primary condition you need to be in to get recovery is being convinced, yeah? And so they present certain things. The first pr presentation is the first step, that you're powerless over alcohol, yeah? And your life is unmanageable. Now, most people who are active alcoholics and addicts at that level, you know, <laughs> they've been denying this shit for years. It finally collapses. There's no need to reassert the truth of it it's been a denial of the truth really and finally it collapses and you, you admit yeah there's an admittance not to the head but somewhere and you admit that you're fucked yeah and you're not managing your equality meaning you're not going to get unfucked by your activity so there's an there's a a pause there and then things happen you, you see exactly what you were trying to run away from and then there's a truth, it's a reckoning. Well, the same thing in a sense with satsang, you hear a statement of, you know, whatever can be perceived cannot be perceived. It's, this is a debt clearing statement, yeah? Whatever can be perceived cannot be perceived. And then you listen to your head for a few minutes, hopefully not more than that, <laughs> more like in a, looking at a fish in an aquarium, not swimming with it. You, and you see, the whole premise of that fish's story is based on the opposite. What, what, what can be perceived is what's perceived, yeah. The seeing is the seer, yeah. The seeing is an attribute the seer is doing. That's the exact opposite of that statement by Hawaiian Poe, yeah. He's saying that assumption, no, no, yeah. The perceived cannot be that which is perceiving. Yeah. So the whole narrative is based on that which can be perceived is what's perceiving. He just shot it right there. Yeah. Now, now you have another idea. And while the, the habit of just taking yourself to be the seer, this thing comes in and you see, hey, that which is presented as seer can be perceived in a reflection, a mirror, whatever. Wait a minute. That which can be perceived can't be perceiving. Wait a minute. There seems to be something off here. And then the house starts, the house of cards starts crumbling. Yeah. You hear more sod saying what stuff hits and so, sometimes shit hits and it doesn't go anywhere. Yeah. It stays and some roots are put out. And now you're seeing blue is blue and red is red. The big, the big confusing and mystical frustration is lifted. You don't spend any time looking for what you cannot find. Yeah. It's clear, it's clear what you've been looking for is what's looking the whole time, yeah? And so, it's inspiration in itself. 
I've read some sentences 20 something years ago and they're still alive. They're still set off avalanches. Every time I, I say them at talks, like you can't use the Buddha to seek the Buddha. That was an incredible explaining statement because I had to raise my hand guilty because that's what was happening since I've been six years old. So I was trying to use self to get out of self. I was trying to use the Buddha to get into the Buddha. Yeah. One can go either way. It's a dualistic interpretation. Either I was trying to use something to get out of something or use something to get into something. All the while, I am that something or nothing. Yeah. So now that's put the rest, you come to satsang, it reasserts it pretty easy. You know, you get some sun. So it's basically a multi-service event. You bring your dog, just keep them busy for an hour, meet some other dogs, some asses to be found, to be smelled, everything. See, it works on so many levels. It really does. It really does. And I haven't done anything other than that, other than satsang ever since. And I feel, you know, I get a fresh crop every day. Yeah, so if, if you're gonna base everything on your experience, I would say my experience after hearing this message was just to hear the message. Yeah, I didn't do anything else. And then things galvanized, crystallized, yeah. Not with like, not with a lot of work or like, a, you know, Herculean task filler. It was just basically hearing the message and then letting the fucking shit drop, you know? And then uh, after months, you realize you're traveling lighter you know, as this. And, but it has nothing to do with this, which is the great relief. Because if this is traveling lighter, it's not gonna be traveling lighter. <laughs> <laughs> if this was the doer of traveling lighter, it's going to be the doer of traveling heavy. Yeah. But if I'm not really involved with my pride, my, my in, initial condition, hallelujah, that condition can go on and on and on and on and on. Yeah. As it does. So once you take you out of the equation, the math stabilizes. Once you put yourself in the equation, one and one doesn't equal two. <laughs> so the math is the primary number is zero. That's all. That's all you do. You see the primary number one and all its machinations, yet you're resting in the primary number zero, seeing the primary number one. You're not trying to see the primary number one from two. Yeah. That's pointless. You see zero you see from zero and you see the primary number one in this world is of two <laughs> and therefore yes your primary number is this or that really you're seen as an individual separate thing but you're not made up that way you go this way that way this way that way yes no high low connected disconnected love hate yes you're just a movement of opposites encased in an imaginary shell you're two in disguise trying to entertain merging into one. Yeah. No, it's zero. Zero is the number that keeps on giving. It is. You can never, it's, its value is so high, you can never equate it. It's zero. It looks like nothing, but everything comes from it. 
not bad. So yeah, I think it's the easiest off the way. One talk a week. Go see other people too if you want. There's tons of them now. They're coming out of the woodwork. Yeah. <laughs> but just when you're hearing people, listen to the direction of how the message is going. Is it going to the absolute or is it paying attention to what's not true? Because I think going to the absolute is just reinforcing what's not true. I do. That's, that was my experience. And it pretty much became concrete a couple, you know, years and years ago. I realized that there's no point in trying to convince the action figure that it's not an action figure. <laughs> Just don't see it. It can only hold the idea it's not an action figure as an action figure. It can't get it. Yeah. So this is about let's just look at what we're not, see the activity that's constantly implying it and reinforcing it. Maybe if you see the activity and hear it and you get the a little tickle that it may not be you, there'll be a loss of interest in it. And then it's obviously becomes you know, transparent, you can see through it. The opaqueness is up from us, not it, yeah? So you start seeing through it more and more. And then instead of being relied on as news or as, you know, the, the final judgment, it's seen as comedy. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's entertaining, I swear to God. You can, you, if you're willing to be entertained by it, it will entertain you all the fucking time because it's just incredible <laughs> so yeah that's the message uh i want to emphasize direction because uh this is sort of like negation in a way and we went over what we think denial is and denial is really something seems so real you're trying to deny its reality Negation is just negating the reality of it, yeah? And it's beautiful when it doesn't have a reality. It's very fast. <laughs> so when you ne negate the reality of an appearance, it doesn't take any time to negate the reality of the appearance. There's no reality in the appearance. <laughs> so it, yeah, yeah, very clear, very, very clear, very clean. So you look at what you're not from what you are instead of looking for what you are from what you're not. It's just a shift. And hopefully this, you know, the satsangs and the consistency of putting it out there. If you if you go this way, if you face this way and something just faces you the other way, sooner or later, yeah, you'll be self-corrected, won't you? I mean, if I kept going like this, sort of like when, uh, you know, with these legs, one leg is shorter than another and it had a lot of effects. So this simple guy just had me saying when I was standing, one thing was bent in like this, yeah? And he says, wait a minute, it should be like this. But you know, see, because of the in, in injury, you're relying, you've been relying on one leg way too much. And it's, now it's a problem. Back then it was working. So then he just would get me in the habit of just moving the hip back. And then now it's there, yeah? I had to go, I had to catch it a few times, but the fact is I had the message. Catch it a few times and then it locked in. Yeah, now my base, my chassis, my basis was sound and things I could stand better and walk longer and shit like that. Only for a basic little, 
that I wasn't seeing, just the story that it was valid in the past, but that was the past. Some life had outgrown it. And yet I still had this little thing. So the truth was told, I heard it, corrections happened, and now it gets stabilized. Maybe every once in a while it goes the other way, but basically it's, it, it resuited itself to this. It didn't take years and years of it. It was just first I needed the possibility, then a suggestion, and then a little bit of checking it out, and then it was locked in. Yeah, that's what satsang is. Satsang is hearing something, keep hearing it, and it brings into contrast what you've been hearing. And you start seeing, and you have an understanding of all the misunderstandings, and the misunderstandings get weakened when you see them not from them, but you see them. You see the misunderstandings from somewhere else. When you're seeing them from it, the defense to keep everything going keeps us blind. But when you see the misunderstandings as if you've realized you don't need the crutch, now you can tell the truth about the crutch, yeah? You're walking pretty good, you don't need the crutch. And now you can actually look at it, hey, that's a fucking crutch, and I don't need it. So in a way, it happens like this. The misunderstandings, what's one of the misunderstandings? Tons of them, <laughs> you know, what, what the perceived is what's perceiving. That's a huge misunderstanding. Uh, it's huge, really. So these things get corrected and you'll be the better for it. You just travel lighter. Yeah. And then enjoying peace of mind won't be like something that everything has to be controlled. Every element, you gotta, tell every neighbor not to make any noise and you've got to have the complete right setting. No, you have the ability to enjoy peace of mind. It's, yeah, you're there, you're present, you're available. What's more, ne what's more necessary than that, than being present and available? Then you're available and present to that which is present and available. Yes, you tell me the difference after a while. You are present and available. <laughs> <laughs> so, Mike, you want to go? Anybody want to raise your hand? Reed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, which who? John Reed? No, uh, oh, me. Oh. Hey, Paul. It's Reed from Berkeley. Reed from Berkeley. Oh, there. All right. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Hey, I don't know how I got the thumbs up there, but anyway, thumbs up. Um, <clears throat> would it be right to say um, traveling lighter um, doesn't necessarily mean there's no pain or negativity in life? There, shit, shit's still happening. It's just shit's not happening to me. Yeah. So, so traveling lighter means suffering less. Would that be a correct statement? It means, yes, you can say suffering less, but they're not, there may not be less pain, but there'll be less suffering. That's that's right. So let, pain's gonna be there, suffering not necessarily because- Well, the suffering is like the mental state piling on. Yeah. yeah, because it sees everything and adds time to it. So if you're feeling pain now and it tells you you're gonna feel this for the rest of your life, that's going to feel a lot heavier than the pain is feeling now. Yeah. It's dreaming. So it adds a lot of weight to a lot of shit. It would be nice to have it minimized 
but the mental state can't minimize itself. So you see it from somewhere else and then you get the relief you were wanting. Uh, but how you were attempting to get the relief is not a getter of relief. Really. It's a, it's a uh, begetter of agitation. There's still gonna be roosters. There's still gonna be roosters, exactly. Yeah. And then you see maybe you start laughing about it when you're not in Hawaii, and then maybe you'll start laughing about it when you're in Hawaii. That would be traveling life. It may, it may progress as you go along. <laughs> I needed to leave California, leave Hawaii to really joke about the roosters. Because <laughs> they're not happening now. <laughs> That's where most of the jokes come from, is relief from what's not happening. <laughs> you can joke about it. <laughs> <laughs> and then when someone who's in it says how could you possibly joke about it well that's the fact when you're in it it seems like it's not a joking matter but when you're out of it it's a when you're out of it it's a joking matter well, you can't deny you can't deny where you're seeing it from it's it's funny <laughs> I want you to share my pain, Newt. I know I'm going to pass on that. But that doesn't mean you're a friend. Well, okay, that's fine. <laughs> so, yeah, I would see it that way. Yeah, it's exactly put, Reed. I was hoping traveling lighter would be everything would go great for Paul. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I had to give up that thing, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and I got the better one actually, which is uh, no matter what happens, you'll travel lighter through it. Yeah, because who knows what's going to happen. But if you can travel lighter through it on a stabilized manner, you're on to something. Yeah. Yeah. If it's already in place, it needs just a subtle. Uh, reintroduction, satsang, good. Yes, so presence in the room or in the outside, and it you don't understand how much of a uh, how powerful the feeling of that space is. Really, you don't. And if you get into the habit of feeling that space, obviously it becomes you are more of that space even though you are that space, but you'll be more of that space in this dreaming, yes? Satsang is the association of, of truth. So we're associating with what's true, yeah? And remember the old Hindu thing? They said, you wanna be a saint, hang out with saints. You wanna be a sinner, hang out with sinners. It's really that simple. So if you wanna associate with truth, if you wanna have a sense of truth, we'll associate with, with it, yeah? If you associate with it, it becomes you know, and it's simple. It's just a simple gathering. And there's a lot of side benefits. Look at what's happening with these Zooms. There's so many people having Zoom shenanigans I'm not aware of that happen in these squares. I've just met a few in Hawaii. And then I met a few that came up from LA and everything. There's so much going on in these little squares that carry, yeah, yeah. Oh, it can't be that simple. It could be. Yeah. Once you have the understanding, not you have it, but the understanding has been heard, and then the misunderstandings have fallen, 
there's a pattern of misunderstanding. You don't need to recognize 50 of them. You'll see the pattern by maybe recognizing four or five. Yeah. They're the same, same. They're premised on the same thing, not being ourselves reality, you know, being the perceived that which is perceived. These misunderstandings are causing the rever all the other reverberations that you want to sort of, you know, gauge and see how many, you know, but the, all the tremors are from the earthquake, so to speak. Yeah. All the tremors that you gauge are from one earthquake. They reverberated. Well, this mistake reverberates in time a lot. Yes. And then we keep blaming its effects on other things. And we're in ignorance, really. We're in ignorance. We're ignoring something that would bring clarity if you weren't ignoring. Yes. Yeah. What can allow that ignoring to be seen through satsangs? That's very powerful. It really is. I went to satsang and I heard the message. And in satsang, I realized it was the last answer. In satsang, I realized I'm never going to ask another question. It was all in satsang, these things happen. It may not have even been triggered by what the person was saying, it was the space. Yeah. And then the house of cards had a place to fall. Yeah. And they fell in satsang. So that's why we keep giving satsang. If, if I thought it was because I climbed the mountain, hyperventilated, ate some fucking thing, dove into super freezing water, and then I would, I would have that program. <laughs> but what had happened with me, I must have, you know, I did what I did, da, 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 ended up in satsang. Basically, I've never done anything else after that. It's become simpler and simpler, yeah? What is it? We're always relying on the action figure as if we've got to be able to, you know, lift 800 pounds to be uh, ready to receive. No, this has nothing to do with you getting in the right condition to receive it. You come in with any condition because it's not yours and you receive it. Yeah. And Satsang's never talking to John or Paul. It's talking to what we are. That's what it is. It's bypassing Paul and John and, and uh, Amelia and Marie and everything. It's bypassing them to get to the point. Yeah. And then Marie will be an expression of that point, not the one who's seeking it. Not the one who's going to do enough to get there. That's, too, that's Marie's the point then. Yeah. This is about the relief from Marie as the point. And with another point being dominant, which is this everywhere always with no requirements necessary. Yeah. Yes. Anyone? Yeah. Uh, Greg had his hand up, but he put it down. So, if you want, Greg. Hey, I'll comment. So, uh, about a week ago, I was on one of your calls. It was great. We talked about cancer so it uh, obviously when you have something that that your body's being affected by it that you know tells you all kinds of stories about getting away from getting out of not being at uh, just you get it right so and uh and i i didn't notice until yesterday that i was trying to change the image in the mirror and i was like having that 
like maybe I should get longer hair so I can really comb my hair. But I'm not trying to comb my hair on my body. I'm trying to change what's in the mirror, right? Rather than changing what's on the inside or recognizing what's already there, which I don't need to change at all. And uh, uh, you follow me? Yes. Yeah. So uh, not which needs really... to change your hair isn't you either. So yeah, so well, it's like it's, yeah, there's funny. nothing to readjust. It's it's just like like you said, you got me, you know. <laughs> I'm an, you know, I'm an alcoholic, I'm an addict, or I'm a, I have cancer. I'll, you know, don't, don't change my whole story because of that. Just accept it for what it is and take appropriate action. And, you know, whatever that is, it shows up, but not from a point of being in, you know, fear to the point that's creating anxiety that I need to take medication. And I'm not willing to go and talk to anybody about it because you, you get what I'm saying. So. Yeah. Yes. Um, there's just like a freedom in the release of that. And, I, and when I share it with you, I feel this heat in my chest. And that, okay, I know that's a physical response and I don't need that. But I know that that's, that's confirming that for me, yeah. at least, that, that I'm on the right path, whatever that is for me. <laughs> yeah. Great. Yeah. yeah. You're going to have to become the uh, final arbiter. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah, like Buddha said, yeah. be a upon yourself or something yeah, I mean, yeah. the lights available yeah. right bar so and you start having that sense of being convinced and it doesn't need to be accompanied by thought you're just you're clear about something it doesn't mean if it's clear or not really but you're clear and you know i've been putting the my bet down on the same number <laughs> many many years on the roulette table no matter if it's day or night I'm around other people and no, I still make the same bet every day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So thank yeah, you, Greg. Yeah, yeah, coming up uh, uh, as a victim this week, working with the bone marrow transplant team and like, well, I'm not getting treated enough. You should do more for me. <laughs> And they're trying to get me to do stuff. And I'm going, well, okay, that, you know, you just have to accept that's the way it is. And, and I kept fighting that. And then finally I'm going like, this is stupid, man. Just take care of yourself. This, there's an opportunity here for you that has nothing to do with the fact that you having cancer or not. Like we spoke about before, uh, this is an opportunity to grow and care for myself and see myself the way that I truly am rather than, you know, trying to be something I'm not, you know, and, and wallowing and, 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 and a bunch of negative thoughts, which doesn't help my situation, at least as a body, right? So, yeah, anyways, thanks. Hey, Greg, if, just see, like, for you and I and everyone here as an action figure, there's a statement in The Course of Miracles I love, which is, you know, you and I, uh, the dreaming of this dream, uh, we're going to dream ourselves out of it. And as we do, the dream will get happier. So. I see a lot of the situations we find ourselves are the fodder or the material of dreaming oneself out of the dream, like the seed assignment. Yeah? So that seed assignment may have illness, may have a disability, may, not, may have everything's great, who knows? But there's always an invitation, yeah? Not to go anywhere, really. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so. 
I like that. I, that's a very soothing statement from the boss because people obviously, we believe time, uh, you know, we've wasted time, got to do this. But he's basically saying, mm -hmm. hey, we're all in the act of dreaming ourselves out of the dreaming. And as we do, the dream gets happier. It doesn't mean it's going to go on and on. It's going to end. Yeah. And the dream's going to be happier as we move towards that. What more do you want? Yeah. 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 I mean, this idea yeah. of the action figure having awakening or enlightenment, it's, it sounds great. It would be like the highest <coughs> like goal of the, the amusement park rides, but it's not available to the action figure. <laughs> yeah. You're not going to be the enlightened embodiment of enlightenment as an action figure. Yeah, yeah I don't feel so. Maybe you are right now, but I mean, as a character i don't believe you're going to capture every possible thing and then be its living expression for what 60 years it seems to be yeah. a way really. <laughs> let me put this unbelievable thing in something that erodes quickly <laughs> i think you just said don't put your whatever in what did he say you know don't put your treasure in that shit that decays or erodes or something yeah. So, mm -hmm. Yeah, bro. Thank you. Thanks for sharing, Greg. Yeah. Thank you, Paul. David Bitterman. Oh, David Bitterman. Hey, guys. Thank you, Mike. Thank you, Paul. Uh, I just had a quick question, Paul. You know, you I've heard you say a number of times that, you know, the information gathering as far as the message of non-duality is actually is very small. I mean, to hear you said you heard the message and then you entertained the message you know yeah. and the shoe fit and you wore it of course you've also said you know that the uh the mental logic if it you know you're trying to throw the ball over the mental logic if the mental logic catches the message it neuters it right and yeah. i was just curious if you could say anything about um is it just like the quality of the attention and where it's coming from like how you determine what is entertaining it versus what is the mental logic like playing its games with it you know oh it's get after a while it gets easy to tell okay yeah the mental logic can only neuter it if it's not entertained <laughs> mm. yeah so it's got to be alone with the message to neuter it if mm. it's if it's not alone and there's been the hearing of the message and and it's presented as the hearer of the message then the hearer of the message doesn't succeed in neutering the message yeah you just recognize how it used to succeed by neutering it it was only the hearer of the message yeah. now you're at the hearing of the message and you see the mental claiming to be the hearer of the message and it doesn't neuter you get that that's really the message you're not that so yeah. And I imagine too the quality because like the who what you are is is there's there could be just an interest in truth versus if you're looking for relief or something like that, you know, as the action. Well, thing. yeah, well looking for relief, if it's like immediate relief, it's not gonna work, I don't feel with no quality. Because right. there'll be a you're trying to get something out of out of it, I feel. Right. Yeah. If uh if you're looking, if you're all right looking for a much a, like a different kind of relief, like relief from the whole enchilada, <laughs> then I think that's an appropriate state to hear the message. Yeah. If you're looking for it, like to get out of something uh, and to, so, so because you're feeling like 
so much as self you want to get out of self as a self i don't right. think it will works well do you i i no. watched i tried it i saw the action figure try it for a while i've seen a lot of people do it and mm. when they share their great understanding it sounds tinny you know mm. that's because like the, it, Chinese, the chinese hmm? finger trap. that's the chinese finger trap thing you know? yeah yeah so it, and you hear it it's tinny it's uh, mm. so like when my mom, my girlfriend heard that there was no Paul to do the dishes. She went right to the point. Fuck <laughs> you, Paul. Do the dishes. Right. It was. It wasn't like the. <clears throat> no, it was ditty and held right up here, so to speak. <laughs> I just didn't right. want to do the dishes. Right. I'm gonna use non-duality to get out of doing the dishes. It was <laughs> good. I know. <laughs> but well, that's how you learn, right? You yeah. got to be willing to look be a fraud because we are. Yes. Right. And yeah. And that's a good lesson. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. I mean, uh, but over will, time, go well, over time. You're saying you you just you you get to trust your sense of it when it. In oh, way. definitely, most yeah. definitely, because right. it's not going anywhere. Mm -hmm. This is a fact that was obscured. It's not a new fact. Right. <laughs> it's completely rock solid. <laughs> fact about the act of dreaming there is no dreamer yeah <laughs> i mean that's pretty fundamental yeah yes yeah where where's the dreamer well it's pictured <laughs> as dreamt so it's not that hard to see yeah no yeah, yeah. that's great yeah. keep hearing it and i'm sure you're traveling lighter now than you were when you came in oh yeah, oh, yeah. did we ask for any heavy lifting no no. no, you come in, you don't even have to wear pants. Yeah. Just sit out of Zoom, you got to wear a t shirt. Right, now, right. I'm experiencing see, here I look like I'm cool, calm, and collected, but my black pants are about boiling because I'm half in the sun, half in the shade. The story of Paul. <laughs> well, it, it's, it's 20 degrees here, so I'm not going to share your pain on that one. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's not a pain, it's a discomfort. Yeah, <laughs> I have a sense of entitlement that I should not have any discomfort. <laughs> so and, yeah, yeah. No, and as, as a as a Michigander, I say no. You're not allowed to have any discomfort. I know. Exactly. <laughs> Whole day here is like 45 at yeah. night. Yeah. Oh, it's freezing. <laughs> awesome. The water doesn't agree. It's still flowing. Mm -hmm. It's freezing. No, it's not. So nice, Dave. Nice to see you. Thank you. It's great to see you, Paul. Appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks for sharing, David. No more hands. Oh, no more hands. So we can we're gonna call it. Yeah. You're done? That's no. all. Yes. Yeah, that's all all Murray wants has a question. Get the mic, get the magnifying <laughs> microphone. Yeah. I um wanted to share this call that in my experience, um hearing people, I'm a therapist for the rest of my hearing people all day. Uh, a first step uh, in this process we were talking about is taking some peace with this entity, whatever you want to call it, selfing or whatever, not fighting it, not kind of accepting, uh, taking responsibility, accepting this is what it is. Because I think a lot of perpetuation of this phenomenon happens when we have ideas of this should not be like this. I should be happier, I should be more like this, I should be more like that, I should be more generous. So a lot of these 
uh, culturally inculcated um, sort of uh, um, expectations, uh, maybe personally imposed expectations, are just perpetuating the whole thing, right? So, so making some peace with all of it, like you know, if if you have this idea of uh, I'm stupid, I'm not rich, I'm not good enough, it's this way or that way. Kind of almost like accept a little bit. Okay, this is how I feel. It's okay. This is the program. You know? And then I think that gives you a, a bit of a space from it, a bit of a almost like love. I mean, you love it a little bit. Like, this is my condition, whatever my condition is, right? I find that that gives enough of distance from it to be able to see something else, like more of what you're saying. Yeah, but with this, that's true on that level but it is too much there's a lot of uh requirements there most people can't do that that's why they're at that meeting or at that therapy session they can't find love in themselves because they see themselves not from a clear light but from a mental ignorance so this is everything has its use but in satsang we're attempting to talk about uh, the failure of just that, you know, like when people in recovery who aren't in recovery would see you loaded, they say, well, just stop fucking doing what you're doing. And you'd be like, well, I really like to, but I'm incapable of it at the time. Yeah. This is, we're attempting to, and then you could try to become capable of doing it. We want to take the floor out of that and just see that there's an inherent relief from all the wanting to get relief or not having relief. Yeah. I'm not saying don't chase for relief as the action figure. I'm saying there is a relief from that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. See, I just to say, well, you'll, you could just, you'll just accept the mental state doesn't accept much. It's mostly transactional. It will tolerate and it has a price tag and a time tag. If that which it's tolerating doesn't deliver at a certain point, it flips out. You see it in relationships. People are, oh, I, I want to get something from this person, so I'm going to tolerate them talking about a cat for five hours. But if I don't go horizontal after a few weeks, fuck this. Yeah. So this idea of acceptance is more a transaction, waiting for something. And if I don't get delivered, then you're super pissed. You know, the person didn't know your playbook. They were just talking about a cat. <laughs> yeah, but now, fuck your cat. <laughs> yeah, so this message, this is a satsang. We're not, yeah. I don't, I'm not a disbeliever in proving the action figure, but I know it has its limits, yes? And I know the best improvement of the action figure is losing interest in the action figure. I do. Somehow it gets better on its own without the mental. I do, I've, the healthiest I've ever been is not being Paul. When I was Paul trying to be healthy, I was sick as hell. <laughs> when I lost the interest in Paul who was always sick, I sort of gotten much better. Yeah? And that's not a phenomenon, there's a principle there. So yeah, so we're talking about that which is before that will influence everything after not trying to influence everything after and then hope with a little influence on all the other after. 
we're talking from before, which I believe has a huge influence on the after. I see there's influences of after on after, but nothing like what the before can do. Nothing, nowhere, yeah? So this is the message. We're speaking about, you know, we're speaking about the after from the before, yeah? And basically describing the after, and then you'll come to a conclusion that that which is already made isn't gonna make itself up completely. It doesn't have that ability, yes? You've got to find, you're not going to find peace through it. You're going to have, get a peace from it, so to speak. Yes, that's my point. I don't have any, uh, I'm not under a huge whip to, to accept shit. I don't, you know? I'm not trying to get better in most cases. I mean, I, I feel like the real freedom, the real liberty, you know, liberation is from the need to be liberated. I really do. I'm talking about a relief before needing relief. Yeah. There's a lot of experts about how to get relief when you need relief. I'm talking about a relief before all that. Yeah, that's the seed assignment, yeah. And then in AA, I can talk about the, the need for relief, like right now about not drinking today for certain people or about the idea of surrender to other people on this path of sobriety based on the relative reality of a person. So, yes, that doesn't hinder me from being of help there, but the, the, real, the real relief is before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. All right. We've got Jack G in the house. Jack G in the house. These people are getting ready, meaning me, to have coffees. <laughs> I'm going to make it seem more important by going these people. Turn on the sprinklers. <laughs> Fire alarm. Well, well, this, All right. This, this, won't, this won't take long. Can you just uh, discuss the uh, the uh, 10 stages of a bodhisattva, the boomies? Can no, I I'm just, kidding. Can kidding. Just bodhisattva? <laughs> well, well, listen, so, so now you know what free-range chicken really means. Hmm? Now you know what free range chicken really means. Yes, free range chicken, yes. The greatest requirement, what was it? Indications, what was, what did you say, Jack G? I'm sorry, I, I, let me uh, see if I can get my sound better. No, no, I heard it, but what was it? Oh, the, the 10 steps of the Bodhisattva? No, the 10 boomies. On the path of a bodhisattva. The pen, the ten booties. Boomy, boomy. <laughs> I'm I kidding. Don't know. I would I'm like kidding. to just let's just stay before you have any whatever. Yeah. Well, you said you didn't have long. It's only ten thousand pages or so. But but oh, anyway. Yes. <laughs> Can you hear All me? Right. Okay. Eh? Uh, somewhat. A little choppy. I don't know what's Get going on. snow, Jack. My snow globe. Um, okay, so Paul, uh, I heard yeah. a few things. Um, <clears throat> just quick. Uh, um, uh, Even the, the dogs want to go. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go ahead. I'm trying to listen. It's a little low. No, I'll get you next. I don't know. Um, anyway. 
So that I, I heard a saying uh, that uh, pain is mandatory, suffering is optional, um, which I've kind of heard at this uh, meeting today. Um, so would you say that uh, all the suffering is coming from the head? Uh, in other words, in other words, you know, painful things happen in life, you know, stuff that's out of our control. But then the head takes over and makes it 10 times worse, it seems like. So you seem to answer your own question. So, uh, well, yeah. 10 times and or all are pretty close when it comes to, to suffering. 10 yeah. times or all. Uh, so, yeah. The mental state adds on. That's what happens. Yes? Yes. You feel bad now, and then it tells you you're going to feel bad forever. That's going to be a whole different weight, won't it? Yes. Especially if you believe the thoughts. If you And so are you going to stop believing the thoughts? No, just see that you're not the believer of the thoughts. Forget about you as the believer not believing. It's, it would just go back and forth. You'll believe and not believe and believe. It's not going to go anywhere. Just see you're not the believer of the thoughts. Yeah? Take a step back. Take a step back. Most people, they do the dance and they keep you know, emphasizing all the steps out here. Take a step back, yeah? You're not gonna change beliefs, probably. Yeah, that's a belief, that you can change beliefs. Just see who is it, yeah? And don't even see it. You're not the believer of the shit. And then there'll be a loss of interest in it, yeah? This is how the interest keeps getting funneled to the imaginary idea, is this idea of belief. Am I a believer or should I? It's on and on and on and on and on. It's not you, yes. I mean, how emphatic do you need to be? Well, let me, let me show this eight flip, you know, uh, fucking gymnastic thing. You're not number one to eight. It doesn't matter, you know? Yes, you cut it yeah. right at the root. Just see, uh, you know, I believe, I don't believe. It's not you, it's believing in a you. Yeah, yeah. That's the message. The lightness in this, in Paul's experience, action figure wasn't that Paul has all his beliefs correctly lined up. There was a seeing that Paul is not the believer. Yes, there is no believer of this stuff. There's just believing. That was where it is. And it's always been, that's where the relief is. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So the 10 steps of the Buddha, I'd, I love to bypass every one of them and just be the Buddha. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. The 35 signs. Just make the first left and then <laughs> you won't need the 34 signs. Yeah. Yeah, bro. You heard yes. us, right? You've been hearing us. Don't you see that is what's emphasized? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Just stay there. It may look like it's boring or whatever, but I'll tell you, uh, 
instead of going over every inch of the bridge, you see the nut that's holding it all together. Question that and see what happens, yeah? Nice. nice. Yeah. Yeah. All yeah, right, great. Great. let's go. So listen, in three months, you'll need a uh, rooster shot. Oh, a rooster shot, yes. Right. That's good, yeah. Hey, bro. All right, thank you. That was a nice one to end it. Bye, Jack. Yeah. Hey, we're going to end it. Let me say goodbye. Hey, I'm going to say goodbye to everyone. Jack? Jack is always on the road to happy destiny. Yeah. We got Kerry. Nice to see you, Kerry. Thank you for everything. Judith, yes, yes. Uh, we have not, I don't know, not something, not manageable. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Tariq, PK. Yeah, we got uh, Angie. Nice to see you, Angie. Always a pleasure. Uh, ben, Ben's back in his normal position. That's good. Michael K. Nice to see you, Michael. Uh, we've got, who's that? Johannes. There he is. Greg, one of the Olsen brothers. Or no, I don't see it. Yes. Avion, I think I. Elvan, I think. I keep getting you wrong. There you go. The second one brought you to life. There you go. That's good. We've got uh, Mike. Mike's right here. Yeah. Roman. Let's say goodbye to Mike. <laughs> I always feel his presence. It feels like he's right over my right. Whoa! It is. It's Mike. Roman. Nice to see you, Roman. Thank you for your lovely uh, statement and donations. Yeah. Kenneth, as always, nice to see you. David B. Oh, and my friend Richard from London is here. Very nice to see you. Nice to see you, Rich. Chris G. Tommy from Ireland. Connor from Ireland. Stefan on having never left. Uh, there's Leah on having never left. There she is. Uh, Malkin. Malkin with uh, a vast improvement next to him. <laughs> nice to see you folks. All nice right, thanks, man. We got Brahmi. Brahmi is freaking running wild. He's in America. Yeah. We've got, uh, who's this? Kelly. Nice to see you, Kelly. Oh, Jesus, where are you? In Alaska? You are? Wow. No? I know Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Oh, Wisconsin. Wow. Jesus. <laughs> Same Jesus. thing. I'm going to cancel yeah. that ticket I bought for Wisconsin. <laughs> oh, we got, who's this? Oh, Suzanne. There he is. I can't, he can't read it either. We're both, oh, there's Sue. There's uh, Moni S. Yeah. If I miss you, it's I can't see these little things. Abraham, Mike C., uh, Kayla, Anu. Anu, we don't have you on uh, as a picture. Hey, thank you, everyone. Thank you for all the support and uh, trying to stay out of the sun right now. Uh, yeah. <laughs>
Pleasure. See you guys. Bye-bye. Hey, we have that trip to Italy in September. It's all on the website. We're going to do a retreat. We're doing another retreat in June in Colorado with Awakening Together. And uh, yeah, the Italy thing is looking good. We need to hit a certain quota. Enough people agree to come. It's going to go on. So read about it. It's a beautiful place in southern Italy. All right. Bye-bye. Thanks, Paul. Thank you so much. Yeah.